Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome to Transforming Trauma. I'm Eve. In my day job as a clinical social worker, it's all about problem solving and supporting people through major life transitions. I am driven by my belief in the healing power of our relationships with each other and with caring professionals. On this show, you'll hear from many colleagues and courageous trauma survivors who have chosen to share their stories of recovery. They believe, just as I do, that it's time for a new narrative about sexual violence that does not require survivors to perform victimhood. Our hope is that sharing their stories will be helpful to you, the listener. We've often changed their names and taken steps to make sure they feel protected. I'm humbled by the opportunity to host them and hope you'll hear yourself in these conversations and realize you're not as alone in the struggle. Maybe it'll inspire you to connect with someone you love about your own recovery. Transforming Trauma is presented in partnership with Rachel Grant Coaching, and more resources can be found at rachelgrantcoaching.com. Now on to the show. This month's topic for Transforming Trauma is about navigating a relationship with one's perpetrator um, after years and years since the abuse was first perpetrated or inflicted. Um, This is very common um, for people to continue to be in relationship, to be in community um, with the person or or people. Um, You can think of so many scenarios, whether they're stuck on a college campus with the person um, and someone in their family, somebody in their church community. Um, But a couple years ago, I heard from somebody 
who was asking about um, what what to do about this, feeling lost going through this um, when you still love love the person and feel guilty about still caring for them and um, just feeling kind of alone in that. And then just this this weekend, I heard from somebody else in a large Facebook community of Beyond Survivors. Um, so they were they were also looking for a connection around this, kind of sharing that their abuse had been acknowledged in their family, but now they feel as though that they, they have kind of a split reality of of denial kicking in and feeling shame around that, um, feeling like the, the the people are nice and and that the abuse was acknowledged, but then feeling shame around maintaining this this relationship with them and that it doesn't doesn't feel good and so looking for how other people have navigated it um so i thought that it was a good topic to to think about and um one reflection that i thought i would share is that it's helpful to try to stre- stay away from thinking in black and white um that just because you have a connection with someone or or some people doesn't negate the fact that it it still feels difficult at times it's not um you're either in a relationship with with the person and it's and it's easy or or you're not and it's hard you know you could be estranged from from people and it's even harder so there's not a right or a wrong and it's so easy to to put a judgment on that and for some people it's really important to have it be all or nothing and for other people you know it might be certain certain points in their recovery and, and that boundary might change. So definitely not speaking as an expert on everyone's experiences, uh, most importantly. Um, but yeah, on a good day, I think it's possible to set new boundaries and, and honor the feelings that come up. And that might mean deciding not to answer a phone call or not reply to a text right away. Maybe you'll wait a couple hours or a couple days before you respond, if at all. Maybe you are going to have to skip skip a gathering or a meeting um, where that person would be there. Um, on a hard day, um, when, when you're feeling less grounded, it might be hard to identify what choices you have. Um, but there are many layers of acknowledgement and apology and a lot of complexities in understanding the impact of, of child abuse or any kind of abuse. So in an ideal world, there would be a recognition that recovery is ongoing and a limited number of therapy sessions or conversations does not mean that no new questions or, or challenging feelings are going to arise, that not just you, but everyone probably in the community and the family um, on the sports team would probably bene- benefit to address. Um, so I think it's important to say that you do not have to accept that you've already gotten some kind of apology or acknowledgement and that you have to quote unquote move on, which is something I hear all the time. Um, This is a common response from people who would prefer to deny that there's a long-term impact of their actions or perhaps their inactions, their inability to protect you, their inability to respond in a way that, that felt like it had integrity or, or, you know, mitigated all that came after. So the work is how to create space for those those feelings that that come up. So for the person who was feeling this inauthentic dual reality um, of shame with, you know, staying in contact with her family, um, even after some time where she she was not speaking to them. So what do those those feelings need? 
Um, who do they need them from? I think that a lot of times people who have experienced abuse as a child, they, they kind of keep going to the, the wrong places to, to meet those needs, maybe to, to people who can't provide the, the nurturing love and assurance that they might have needed as a kid and, and maybe are, are seeking now as an adult. So where, where can you get those, those important pieces um, from people who do have those validation and empathy skills? whether it's a therapist or a partner or a support group, um, you want to feel seen and understood. Um, maybe you're feeling invisible or unlovable, not worthy of being understood. Maybe you're feeling alone or abandoned. Um, so reminding yourself, just as you would, you know, a little little kid, this is hard. You're, you're, my, maybe you're scared right now. Reminding yourself that I'm here for you. Maybe you want to put your, your hand on your heart or somewhere that's comforting and, and acknowledge that it's okay to feel sad or confused. In fact, if, if you weren't feeling sad or confused about these complex relationships, you know, that, that's maybe more concerning. These, these are, there are sad feelings that will come up, whether it's, it's grief or disappointment. Um, you know, it's not the same as, as a family or a situation in which abuse did not occur did not occur and it, it is confusing. So um, honor those feelings, create space for them. I'm wishing them away. I, I imagine that's not working. I think if if we could do that, <laughs> we all would probably opt to, to not feel any hard feelings, but really what helps them to lessen their power and helps to, to integrate yourself is, is to welcome them and, and acknowledge those feelings and befriend them, be kind to them. Um, Notice, note that they're note that they're there and it, they kind of lose their power um, but I, I certainly have been in places in my life and in my journey where it felt very inauthentic to be talking and processing in certain spaces the trauma and then in other places feeling like I had to kind of hide that that part of me away and pretend nothing happened so I like to remind people that our, our feelings and our relationship boundaries are are always shifting so they might feel static and and just to remind yourself that you're not where you were one year ago maybe not even two months ago one week ago every every day is different so if you can challenge that black and white thinking and bring some curiosity um how how you can relate to those feelings in a different way um i think that that's a really good place to start and certainly finding facebook groups or support groups are are huge in, in navigating recovery with you know still having perpetrators in your life um, I wish it were so easy for those who are are fortunate to have someone acknowledge or apologize that it could just be over I think that that's sort of a myth and you know it's it's some people wish more than anything that they could have that validation so many people are never believed or maybe their perpetrator dies so it is certainly very powerful to to be believed and to have it acknowledged in any sort of way but I think um, a lot of people just aren't able to to really join join us in the recovery process. Um, there is a book, Allies in Healing, that I would recommend um, for people who are interested in, in doing the work, um, especially for, for partners who want to understand. It might not all be relevant, but you might help your partner by kind of dog-earing the pages that you feel like are most resonant for you. I'm sure it can be a little overwhelming. It's a little bit of a thick, thick read. Um, but there are 
also support groups for partners that you can you can look up online or contact me if you're ever having trouble finding one I'd be happy to to be a resource um but yeah this topic is near and dear to me it's not something that you learn about lightly it's something that people you know stumble their way into and often isn't a topic that we discuss very frequently certainly not certainly not in my graduate training so i appreciate the people are reaching out to find other folks who are going through this um i'd say i recently had a revelation on a, a 9 day meditation retreat that was interesting to me because i thought that i had reached a level of acceptance um in my own healing and it was just like wow there's so many layers to to acceptance of of the reality and not fighting fighting it and wishing people or your your situation was different so i just felt this immense sadness and and grief and there were a lot of tears and i was really surprised that there was so much emotion there but it was good it was good to feel that release. Um I think in the past I haven't been able to feel anger or or sadness. I felt quote unquote like forgiveness and compassion and just kind of protectiveness and you know I think it health is when you feel like a range of feelings um if if you can only kind of feel one one thing. I don't know if that's what we're striving for. So I I like to remind myself and other people that it's a good thing if you're able to be in touch with complex range of feelings a range of feelings that really do justice to the life that we live um but it was a good experience for me to to recognize that i was wanting someone to change and that they're not likely to change and what that means for me and really having some real clarity about who this person is and um really letting go of that that child longing for for a relationship or a person to be you know perfect and and be the the idol and the protector and the role model that that I desired so you know it, it really is a loss and it's going to bring up emotions so I encourage people listening to to honor the the waves of grief that come up um stay open to whatever feelings you have now shifting and and discovering new layers of understanding um i i wish i was talking to a friend about writing some kind of poem about you know every year of my life kind of like a new new understanding and conceptualization of of my own experience so i think that really just goes to show how how our truth is is our own and we are the authors of our story and and no one else is so Um I'd love to hear from you about questions related to this or anything else that you know maybe you're feeling alone in and see if we might be able to talk about it on a future episode. I have some great guests lined up and um just wanted to thank you for tuning in. Um don't forget to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com to learn more about sexual abuse recovery coaching and explore resources available on the site and please be sure to subscri- subscribe to this podcast. We have so much more to share. Thanks everyone.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.